All right, well, we are back with my friend Anna, and uh, this is my podcast that I call uh, Business Marketing Tune-Up, and um, so thanks for coming. This you is going to be exciting. Thank you. So the whole premise of this, and I've been working on the wording for this, and I I've actually I think I've come up with it, but in uh, marketing, you have to start with the, the who and the why before you talk about or figure out the where and the what you're going to talk about, right? So in marketing, if you start with, okay, I've got a magazine ad, what do we put in that? You're starting backwards. Mm-hmm. So we're going to figure out who you're talking to and why you're talking to them. And uh, the, you know, they call this a USP, um, that unique statement that says what you are and answers what you are to, you know, your clients is, is uh, really important. And it can be pretty simple, but it is also the motivator behind all of your internal communication, all of the motivation behind what you do, and it really gives you something um, pretty powerful. So tell me, what, why did you ask to have my help doing this? Because I have been updating um, my branding and updating like my menu services and my bio and, and everything like that, and I realized we've outgrown what it was. Okay, awesome. And I've been trying to work on that myself, and I'm in my head too much. <laughs> and so I need some outside help. <laughs> yeah, it's good to have an outside perspective. So I'm um, happy to help. So, okay, uh, tell, uh, start off with, I'm going to read this paragraph. And okay. then, um, but before we, we do that, give an overview what your business is, what you do, just real quick. You bet. Um, we're a medical spa that focus on medical or the high quality grade treatments from everything from hair removal to body contouring to injections to women's intimate health and everything, not everything, but a few things in between like facials and such rejuvenation on the face, but body. Okay, sweet. Okay. So, and then how, um, how, how much competition do you think there is in the area? Um, in Utah, there's a good amount because <clears throat> you have um, a few medical spas, South Ogden. There's a couple here in North Ogden, but not like we're in the middle of California. Okay. Whereas there's one on every corner. Yeah. So there still is, but then that's for medical spas. But then you have other grades, which um, are just spas. And in Utah, there's they're a little bit more of a... A dime a dozen, because yeah. there's a lot of mestres, or estheticians that do facials, right. and a lot of, uh, let's see, the cl- community or the clients or the guests, they're not aware of quality, okay. of quality, grades of quality. Okay. So I think that's, um, that's a good thing to keep in mind, you know, what is, what is happening out there, what is their focus, and what's unique about you. That's going to be one of the keys to this. So... This is, we probably will not have a final answer today, mm-hmm. but um, I, I've always operated uniquely in my own businesses. I'm a fire ready aim kind of a guy. So I shoot first and then I figure it out as I go. Um, and I encourage you to do the same thing because sometimes you can't figure it out until you interact with it in the business place, until you okay. interact with people with the thought. And you should be saying this to people pretty often. And, uh, you know, we just launched a, a food uh, and recipe website called What to Eat for Dinner. Mm-hmm. And we came up with one, and I can guarantee it will change, right? It'll get better. It'll hone down. It'll become, you know, more concise. Um, with the magazine company, it's We Create Connection, right? That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to connect government to the people, the people to each other, 
and businesses to the community, right? Those, those are our goals. And so when you come up with this, don't be afraid to say, okay, this is draft one and we might change it later, but we're going to try and capture the idea and then you'll get better at the words that you use to get it just dialed in perfect. Okay. So one of my favorite ones is um, <clears throat> Saddleback Leather. Um, they make these mm-hmm. awesome leather goods and bags and it's, they'll fight over it when you're dead. Like it's such a great concept, you know, mm-hmm. that um, does that. So for what to eat for dinner, the one we've come up with is yummy meals and easy shopping for busy people. And so that's what we're operating off of. It may change. It may adjust. It may. Somebody said, um, it's really a meal plan. And I'm like, okay. But now you're adding more words. Sometimes adds mm-hmm. complexity. So sometimes you've got to hone it in. Sometimes you've got to change it up. But right now that's what we've got. So um, so I'm going to read this paragraph. A unique selling proposition should be short and real. Don't claim something you can't back up. It should highlight your strengths, touch on what your customers like about you, and use powerful wording to say it concisely. This is much more than a slogan and much more specific than we create high-quality products because okay. anybody could say that. That's so vague, it almost means nothing. We, everybody says that, right? We create yeah, high quality. We do high quality work. It can be easily used by a competitor as well. So it needs to be uniquely yours. And so that's what we're going to focus on. Um, we're going to try and dig in through a series of questions. So I've done these a lot with people, and um, I um, my original marketing training from the very beginning, twenty some years ago, was through Dan Kennedy, and I think he coined this term. Um, I don't know for sure. It could be older than him. I don't know. <laughs> and he's an old guy, so he's retired now and everything. But um, the unique selling proposition is really a powerful way. But there's other words for it, too. Your differentiator, your why. You know, if, mm-hmm. you, if you listen to Simon Sinek, he says, start with why. You really do. You start with your why. But to me, there's a second aspect to this. It's not just why. It's also who. So that's why I say why and who have to come first. Okay. Who are they and why do they want to do business with you? Um, the other thing to remember is that you don't necessarily have to please everybody. Mm-hmm. So don't worry about everybody. Worry about, um, Seth Godin says, the minimum viable audience or the minimum viable group of people. Who's the minimum amount of people and what's important to them that you need to operate a business? Right? You have to have a certain amount of customers to stay in business. But how do you please them? Now, you can have multiple products, right? Um, a really powerful USP at one time was a thousand songs in your pocket. Do you remember what that was? It was the iPod. Mm. And it wasn't a digital music player. It wasn't an MP3 player. Although it was those things, Mm -hmm. it was never those things. It wasn't, you know, amazing controls with this little circle thing that nobody could figure out at first. It was a thousand songs in your pocket. Hmm. That's a powerful way to say what it is. Now, Apple has many products, right? And that was just one of their products. So you can do that for different products and utilize it as well. So if you have a product that you find very important, focusing in on a USP on it, and then marketing to that concept, to that group of people, and understanding your why can be very powerful. Today, we're going to talk about your overall business. So we're just going to go through these and take notes and see how it goes. Okay. And feel free to ask questions along the way. All right. Hopefully I won't go brain dead. So. <laughs> you won't. You're going to be all right. Okay. So what, uh, what does your company do in three sentences or less? We provide result-driven treatments. 
kind of treatments? Medical grade. Be more specific. <clears throat> Life-changing treatments. <laughs> I know, but that's so cliche. It is. What do you do, though? If I'm in the elevator with you and I don't know you, I know what you mm-hmm. do, so I could, I could help you here, but I want you to come up with it. Um, how we, do you tell me what you do quickly? I mean, if I'm not familiar with I medical know. spa, how do you do it? We provide treatments that help improve your skin, your well-being. Skin? Well-being? What do you mean by well-being? Your confidence. Your love of yourself. So we're going to try and steer away from words like well-being mm-hmm. because well-being is so vague. It yep. could mean a lot of different things, right? Are you a psychiatrist? Are you a, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it could mean a lot of different things to a lot of people. Um, focus on the key areas that that people come to you and they're worried about. So increasing your confidence, that's great. But you could also be a counselor. You could be, you know, a motivational speaker. You could be a coach. So I would say, and here's the thing, like words have meaning and they have meaning sometimes you forget because you're involved um, in that thing, right? And so they mean something to you, but they might mean something different to someone else. Have you ever received a text and you totally misunderstood it Mm -hmm. because you didn't understand the words they were using? And so when when you are talking about your business, so the one that you said that makes a lot of sense to me we are uh, we offer life-changing treatments for your skin. What else? Very specific, right? For your skin. Hair removal. For hair removal. Intimate health. For women's intimate, intimate parts. Health. Yeah, women's intimate health. See, intimate health. I know, but mean? saying the word vagina. Sure. Scares people. But say parts. Parts. I know, but that's so like not ladylike. Okay. Come up with a word that is ladylike. Lady parts. Lady parts. There you go. That fixed it. That fixed it. Specificity is so important here because, mm-hmm. like, if you're talking to someone who is from a different country and they aren't familiar with the term medical spa and they aren't familiar with what they do typically, like, I even hear the word facial. And I'll be honest, I've bought facials for my wife and my daughters before. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what the heck that is. I don't know what it does. I'm like... I'm a farm girl, and I had no clue really what was the purpose years ago. Yeah, so... uh, And I'll hear things like skin rejuvenation, uh, Mm -hmm. skin resurfacing. And I'm like, it sounds like you're painting something on them. You know, you're putting like new coating on it, you know, like (laughs) clear coat on a car. So like, I think your industry is rife with terminology that... now. For the people who are involved in it, that's okay. Maybe that's who you're talking to. They know exactly what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to talk to Debbie Williams about this. You remember Debbie from Timeless Medical mm-hmm. Spa? Yeah. And she'd say stuff, and she'd be like, well, this is the bioderm, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, do people know what that is? Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, yeah. They study this stuff, and they know. And I'm like, okay. I'm Because I have, like, you could have been speaking French. I, I had no idea what she would say. Primarily, it was like a product or an offering. And I'd say, you've got to break it down for the dummies like me who just don't know. And if you if you don't, they won't even realize that they want your service because they don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. So simplify, be specific. I think your key points, if I had three, <clears throat> it would be skin, hair removal, 
And then do you think the intimate health is one of the third? Third, injections. I mean, we do body remodeling. Okay. Body contouring. Okay. So... All right. We, we help. may have more than three. Exactly. But that could be more specific. Like, you know, for the right. body contouring, we're helping people feel better in their clothes. Okay. You know. So then this, <clears throat> the second step of this, which is the natural progression, is when we figure okay. out what to say and where to say it. So like you're an advertiser in our magazine. In the magazine, what are you going to talk about? That's the specifics that come after you're clear on what the why is and the who you're talking to. So then you say, okay, this month... Always focus on one thing in an ad. Don't ever try to cover everything you do in one ad. Mm-hmm. You're going to advertise again next month. You're going to advertise again next week. You're going to do another Facebook post next week, tomorrow. You don't have to do it all right this second. So once you know, okay, these are my three, maybe five in your case. You know, you've got, you know, body sculpting. You've got skin. You've got all of those things, right? You know what those things are. Now you're going to say, all right, today in this ad, I'm going to focus on body sculpting. And I'm going to take it over here, and as we talk about what, I'm going to break it down so that someone who doesn't know what that means, I'll raise my hand. I, I assume you're, like, taking out really sharp knives and cutting off the love handles, but, I mean, I don't know. That mm-hmm. sounds really brutal, you know, so I don't know. I'm sure there's a different way. My point is, like, people who aren't involved in your business may not know what that is. That's why, that's where you get that information to people is in the what you're talking about and then where is the location it is right which is just the medium that's just it could be social media it could be a billboard it could be radio it could be tv it could be you know google ads all of those things all those fit into the where but you'll talk about the why and you'll talk to the who over here first so okay so skin hair (coughs) need your water excuse me i do (laughs) i am so sorry don't worry we're, we're casual here. <laughs> Thank goodness. Skin, hair, uh, intimate parts. <clears throat> that just makes me laugh. Lady parts. I know. Lady parts. I mean, you're basically tightening things up down there after childbirth, right? It's Helping just, the pelvic floor so yeah. we no longer have those tinkles that women have that the, we don't talk about. and now you got to go change your underwear. Yep, you got walk, it. you run, you jump. Yeah. <laughs> Every woman has it, yep. so especially if they have kids. Okay, uh, you said body sculpting. Yes, it's more of a contouring, remodeling. So we're rebuilding that skin and permanently destroying the fat. Okay. Okay, cool. Anything else? Uh, what do we put on there again? <laughs> So we got hair, intimate parts, <clears throat> skin, body sculpting, contouring, remodeling. Yes. So we want to hone that in a little bit. Exactly, which we could take into the face as well because it kind of goes all together. Okay. All our treatments, face, body. Okay. Okay. Second question is, think of your best client. Maybe not necessarily the one that spends the most money with you. But the, the ones who are consistently repeated mm-hmm. walk through your door and are incredibly grateful for the services you provide. And they are the, make up the largest, not the most grateful, not the biggest spenders. They make up the body of the people who you see. They're in the middle. Think of that person. Think, be specific right now about who they are, what they do, what they buy outside of your 
establishment, not not your products, but what they buy, like what they're into, what kind of car mm-hmm. they drive, what kind of home they live in. Um, think like they think, okay? And think like what's important to them and answer this question. What problem or want do they have that you solve? <coughs> Improving their appearance. But it goes to their confidence because their confidence has been suffering because of their appearance. In a way, you're silencing that inner critic, right? You're helping them Mm -hmm. change what they feel is lacking and, and, and help them say, Okay, we we fixed that part. I feel better about myself now. I have I don't have to, you know, be as stressed about this. So it's that, it's that help to help them overcome mm-hmm. that. Yep, the hiding. Right. <clears throat> we have quite a few people that just hide away, because they're affected so much. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay, next one. What is different about you in your industry? What makes you unique and special in the eyes of your customers? So this sometimes, this can be a trap because you're going to get emails and you're going to get phone calls from people and they're going to say, you're so amazing and here's why. And they're going to email you and they're going to love you and they're going to talk to you most specifically. And the, the problem is you're preaching or they're preaching you're preaching, they're, they're your choir, right? Mm-hmm. They're, they're coming back to you saying you're amazing because they just fit really well with you. So don't necessarily think of those people. Think of the ones who come in frustrated, come in critical, come in with something else. Think of the, the compliments you get more often than not where people are like, I'm surprised about this or I'm impressed about this. Not necessarily the, you know, the fans who are just raving fans, but the mm-hmm. fans who are like, you do this really well. <clears throat> What are those okay. things? The results. Okay. So people come to you that have not had results elsewhere, mm-hmm. and they get them from you. Okay. Yes, they do. Um, they notice the difference with our staff and their training. Okay. At least those are what, what they have said to us, Okay. which is a huge focus of what I have with my staff. Okay. What else? Um, what did I say? I said the results, the training, the environment. What do you mean by that? The welcoming. And beyond welcoming, it is they were stunned how much we care and how much we focus on reach, helping them reach their results, their goals, their outcome. And it's not a one and done. It's where they're with them. Yeah. We comfort them when emotionally they're struggling through the treatment or whatnot, or just comfort them when some of the treatments are not comfortable. Right. But we help them through it. It's not like just pushing through and good luck to you. Because we care. But most people care. Right. You know, in their job. Yeah. So what's unique about you that maybe others don't have 
me. (laughs) (laughs) That matters. (laughs) I know. Um, We're down to earth. Okay. We believe that everyone is beautiful. Every difference among us, and we don't, like with our injections, we do the natural look. We We just help you with you. Not changing your facial structure to, of course, I would love to be Michelle Pfeiffer, but, you know, <laughs> I can't change my face to that. Sure. <laughs> but it wouldn't be me then. And so that's so why people the, come. We honor. Self. Exactly. We honor who they are. I like that. Sorry, I have to talk my way through it. But that's why we do this. All right. That's the whole point of this. Thank you. Okay. So you're honoring who they are. You're helping them overcome internal and external insecurities. You're helping them beautify. You know, um, those are very valuable tools. And you could get into the, I think you could get into the philosophy of, you know, how do we help people accept themselves? But sometimes it's just something simple might be the thing, right? Something Mm -hmm. simple that they can go and do that's within their control. They can go and say, I'm going to have, Uh, these spots removed or I'm going to have you know these uh, lines filled those things might just make a difference and it does and the other thing I found excuse me is when people ask well what do I need I'm like nothing Mm -hmm. because everyone sees themselves differently and what bothers one person doesn't bother the next person right some people hate the lines on their on the corners of their eye Others, they don't care. That's their laugh lines. Right. Whereas others, they hate the wrinkles, but that's more expression. And, and we provide whatever it is that bothers them. We really hone in and not just going, okay, check, 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 check. You need to do all that. Because it doesn't matter. It's all about what is it that bothers them that they just want to improve. And it's about really ta- tailoring down to find out what is their needs so we can create that treatment plan that is best for them. Okay. So... Okay, um, next question. Remember, facts tell and stories sell. So people buy benefits over features. So I think a lot of what's easy to focus on in business is features. Like we have a you know, beautiful office. We have, um, you know, we're really clean. We're... Um, very skilled at what we do. We've done a lot of training. You know, we're um, we're kind to people. Like these are all mm-hmm. features. The benefits are the old adage of what's in it for me, meaning your customer, and that means what they feel regarding the features that you have. Right? Um, when our clients come to us, they feel safe. When our clients come mm-hmm. to us, they feel um, encouraged. They feel confident when they leave, like tapping into the emotions behind what they do. And then uh, the way to do that most effectively is through stories. So because you're, uh, you have privacy um, situations, you can't talk about specifics, but you can definitely talk about clients. And when someone comes to you and they say, I just don't particularly like this part about myself, then you can say, okay, um, you know, I had a client who had fine lines like this, and they were really concerned about them. We did uh, dermal fillers for them, and it plumps them up, made them look a lot younger, and they were much happier, and they left here feeling confident, right? It's fo- That's the benefit they received. 
what the name of this stuff is you shove in there, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. Now, some of those names have done a lot of marketing, right? So Botox, for example, they've done a lot of marketing where you get to benefit from their marketing in your, you know, uh -huh. in, in your marketing because you're the like, industry. we offer this, which they've marketed the heck out of. So people are going to see it. So they have some branding that you get to associate with. But it's the benefit that's going to, but there are 30 other places around uh -huh. here that offer Botox, maybe more, maybe 100. I don't know. Yeah. There's tons of them. So why do they come to you for Botox? It's because of the benefits. It's because of the intangibles. It's because of the things that you can talk about. That's where your marketing should focus. And I, I want you to understand um, really quickly as well, marketing is not advertising. Advertising is a piece of marketing, but marketing is your overall messaging. It's the message that you portray to the world in all that you do. That means it's the messaging you portray to your employees and how they're going to interact with people, right? The companies that get this the best, their employees have a different approach to, to working with you. You know, uh, the other day, this, this is kind of funny, my daughter works at Chick-fil-A. Uh -huh. So we, <coughs> we went to pick her up and she gets a free meal every day for working there, you know, every time she works there. And I was with my son and we also have Chick-fil-A as an advertiser in our magazines. And so we've ha we have trade with Chick-fil-A. So we okay. eat it more often than we probably should. And we like Chick-fil-A, it's awesome. So my son was like, I just don't want Chick-fil-A tonight. We've had it too much. And so he's like, let's go somewhere else. And I was like, okay, so I go through the restaurants that are nearby. And he's like, let's go to Zaxby's. I'm like, you want to go from one chicken place to another <laughs> chicken place? That's what you want to do, but whatever. So we go to Zaxby's and they're great. They have good food too, you know, but the difference between the training of the employees is significant. Mm -hmm. They are very different at Chick-fil-A. And my daughter says that she's like, yeah, they're always encouraging us to be very helpful, very friendly, cheerful. And she was like, I was in the break room and one of the girls said something and she's like, yeah, sure. And uh, her friend's like, yeah, sure. You know, but she was like, <laughs> I was just so in the mode of just being super friendly and helpful. I mean, they focus on that all the time so that their people are acting in that way, right? So I think, um, you know, marketing is that overall messaging, that overall, it, it's going to bleed into your, uh, you know, what you put on your website. It's going to bleed into your advertising, of course, but it's, it's different. Brand is also part of marketing and you use your brand. Brand is not a logo. Logo is part of your brand, mm -hmm. but you use your brand in your advertising, but you also use your brand at your office. You use your brand anytime you talk to someone about what you're doing. So marketing is that umbrella, okay? It's all of your communication, all of your interactions. And so when we're talking about this, this is a marketing thing. Advertising is just a side result of ha having good marketing. So um, when I'm talking about this, I'm not saying, okay, you should put this in your ads. What I'm saying is, what's the philosophy? What's the, the why, the deep spiritual why behind why people are going to be drawn to you and why they would be drawn to you over someone else who does very similar things to you, right? Mm -hmm. And can make a lot of the same claims that you can make. And how do you tell them who you are, who you serve? So tell me some stories of people and experiences that received massive benefit from your treatments? Stories. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, 
the quickest one for me to go right down to it is with electrolysis. So it's the permanent hair removal. And people come in full of shame. They feel shame with their hair on their face. Because women are not supposed to have hair, says society. But most women do. Mm -hmm. And they try to hide it. It tears up their face full of acne. And they come in. And that very first treatment, when we clear, many cry. I say I could cry thinking about it because I was that person. I was that person, and I understand that. That it's when you have finally a moment where you don't have the hair coming out of your face or that darkness under your skin, and you feel like a woman again. No longer an ugly woman or a man, or you feel beautiful. You know, I used to, I always say that when I had a hair issue, and of course I'm telling about myself, sorry, but I got to the point where I stopped going out with friends. I stopped kissing my husband because I had so much hair because of my condition. I have PCOS, mm -hmm. and it's my pastime for my body to grow hair. Mm -hmm. But it affected me that much, and that's what these women coming to me, whether it's a cis woman or a transgender woman, it's the same thing because it's a constantly in your face reminder. They feel like they're not beautiful. Feel like they're not who they are. Okay, awesome. Do that same thing for other for other services. Okay, intimate health. They hurt. It's a constant pain because they're dry as they get older. They dry. They become dry and they no longer have that desire to be intimate because it is so uncomfortable and so painful. So then that affects their relationships, their marriages. Um. You can no longer just go jump with your friend or your children or go running or laugh and sneeze. You have to carry extra clothes with you. And then that first treatment, they realized I coughed and I didn't, I didn't pee my pants. I was able to be intimate with my husband without crying from the pain. Hmm. And these are things that are every day for women, but we don't talk about it. And it does not have to be. It does not have to be with simple, non-painful treatments. Are you feeling how powerful these are? Yes, because I feel it. <laughs> so this should yeah. be in your marketing and your advertising, right? Stories, mm -hmm. real people, real experiences. You don't have to name names. I know you have privacy issues, mm -hmm. but you can talk very specifically about, we had a, we had a client come in, they had this issue. It was resolved. They had these fears, frustrations, concerns, these sadnesses, these insecurities, and we did this, and this is what it did to them. This is what they said after. So, um, okay, next service, another story. Um, let's see here. Um, I has to do with their face. So we added in Morpheus a few months ago. And What's that Morpheus? Morpheus is an advanced, you're not going to know what it means, but radiofrequency microneedling. It is the top shelf treatment. And it helps rebuild the collagen. It helps burn the fat right here and in other places. It helps tightening everything up. And in the very first treatment, you see a complete change. So we have women um, that are aging or 
that have aged. And, you know, they got a few wrinkles, a little, quite a bit sagginess. And in that first treatment, you see their face light up because it's been decades since they've seen that remodeling, that strengthening back up. And they're still, they're beautiful beforehand and they're still beautiful. It's just they're, they're seeing themselves how they used to be and what they miss. Awesome. Okay. So we're going to review. <laughs> okay. Um, the whole point of this is to just trigger thoughts for you, just to trigger, you know, what you can focus on where as, as a business owner, like you're a business owner, there's a lot of products, right? Mm-hmm. With connection publishing, I don't have a lot of products of advertising. It's one product. It has different variations, of course, but it's just one product. So when you have a lot of different products that do a lot of different things like you do, um, you can tend to focus on the product and its features. So we're going to move you from feature-focused advertising into benefit-focused advertising, which is much more psychological. It's much more depth and story-oriented. So um, as we go back through this, be thinking that way. The whole point of this exercise Sometimes you don't come up with the exact thing to say or the exact right way to say it in this meeting, but you've come up with now developing your philosophy behind your marketing. And you're very, you, you are a, um, you know, a driven person who is driven for, you know, really powerful reasons, which is why you've been able to reach the successes you've been able to reach. But if you st- take a step back at this point and you're like, all right, we've been in business for six years, I think six or seven, right? So uh, since 2014, somewhere like nine, nine. Okay. So nine years and you've built up certain success, which is awesome. So stepping back at saying, okay, I want to look around the world now and I want to look at businesses and that's not necessarily ones that do the same thing you do, but I want to look at companies. I want to look at what they're doing. I want to look at what they're saying. I want to look at how they market. I want to look at how they advertise. I want to look at how they conduct themselves and I want to learn how to take mine to the next level. Because you're not lost on what you're doing. You're not coming to me saying, I don't know what I'm doing. You know what you're doing, and you're doing a good job of it. So now it's about honing in your ability to communicate that to others so that more people can mm-hmm. benefit from what you're doing. Because if they don't know you're there, they're not going to be able to come to you for help. And if they don't know what it does or how it works, or they don't feel that pull to you because of what they've experienced. So, all right, we're going to review just really quickly, and then we'll go into your USP. So result-driven treatments through life-changing, uh, or, or treatments that are life-changing uh, for your skin, for well-being, for hair, intimate parts, body contouring, and remodeling. And then you also had injections. I don't think I wrote that in here. I mean, there's just so many things we do. Yeah, exactly. It can encompass it all. So Yeah, that's okay. So these these are very typical of a day spa and med spa. The difference with a med spa is it's another level and there's and there's, you know, some things you have to have uh, an assistance of a medical professional with, mm-hmm. right? So that's the difference between a day spa and a med spa. They're focused really on the same areas in a lot of ways, but you're doing things that require a doctor or a nurse Just practitioner. Just more in depth, more in a depth. higher grade. Yeah. So that's that's when you move from day spa to med spa, that's mm-hmm. that's what the difference Quicker is. Quicker results. Yeah. 
Okay, the target market is improving appearance and increasing confidence. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, most of your clients are women? Um, about 80%. Okay, yep. So 80% of your clients are women. You're going to have men too, but um, mm -hmm. remember, uh, you can't always talk to everybody. If you do, it just overwhelms. Mm -hmm. So focus where you do best. So um, focused on women. Um, I would say your branding, your colors, your um, logo are very women-oriented. So I think you've already, you know, done that, which is great. Um, and then um, what's different about you is uh, your results, your staff, your training, your environment, your welcome, your caring, you focus on them, you honor who they are. I think out of all those things I just said. Honoring is what jumped out at me. Yeah, you honor who they are. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's something that I think you can build on, you know, um, because it starts a lot of the, the insecurities that we all have, right? We all have them. I have them. You have them. So these insecurities we have, um, even if they're wrong, even if they're, you know, a lie, uh, perception is reality. And so what mm -hmm. we perceive about ourselves, that's our reality in those moments. So this is part of what you're helping them to do as well. You're helping them honor who they are and them to be comfortable with who they are. And you're helping them to, and you're doing it as well. So there's no judgment. There's no, you know, um, assumption that you need to look a certain way or be a certain way or have a certain feature or not have a certain feature or whatever okay. it is. Um, it's honoring who they are. And then through your help, they can do the same. They can begin to honor who they are. That's pretty powerful. Okay, um, facts tell, stories sell. Um, here's the keywords that came out of that one. Uh, shame and hiding. Um, you know, you're removing that, uh, not just removing hair, removing that shame, removing that hiding that happens. Um, intimate health. Uh, you're uh, helping them get over dryness, uh, lack of desire, repairing relationships. Um, just living, laughing, sneezing, running, jumping, <laughs> playing with the kids and not, you know, going potty in your pants. And then um, reverse aging with the skin treatments, reverse the signs of aging. You can't go back yep. in time, but you can help your skin be healthier. And sometimes we're paying for our sins too, right? Like, yeah. you know, eating too much sun. poorly, yeah. going <laughs> yeah. in the sun too much, like all of those things. You, you're helping someone who's paying for their sins in those ways. <laughs> Say, okay, here's how you pay for it, and you can get yep. it, you know, back to back to where it needs to be, back to healthy again. And the thing that I find in your industry that's pretty amazing nowadays is there are a lot of treatments that are allowing, like the one you just talked about, the the biofusum metric. <laughs> Morpheus. Gizzy Whopper. Yeah, that thing. <laughs> Morpheus. Morpheus. So that one is helping your body create the collagen mm -hmm. naturally again. Exactly. It re-stimulates it, which is pretty powerful. So um, those are those are pretty some pretty neat breakthroughs that have happened in your industry. So they're they're not just clearing the surface and trying to help it. It's going deeper and making Into the it levels, yep. heal from the inside. Exactly. So, um, so that's pretty cool. Okay. So keeping the ideas above in mind, we're going to write down a USP and we're going to fiddle with it, but it may take several versions to get this just right. This is not an offer. It's not just the first line at the top of your website. It should be something that encompasses your whole business and the way you deliver for your customers. So um, what do you think? Have anything come to mind? Any ideas to start with? 
the honoring. This is where I struggle. It's okay. The honoring was huge. When, when you verbalized it or said it to me, it's what jumped out on me. Because it truly is honoring who they are through... It's just hard. I offer so many different treatments. So how do you put it into one? Um, here's an interesting thought. You know, I think about my kids growing up, you know, I've, I've got five and they're getting older, they're adults and that, and they're facing their own insecurities and, you know, different things. My kids are pretty, pretty confident, but they have them, right? We all do. But when my kids were little, uh, my little Ellie, she's 17 and she's a firecracker. She's awesome. She's full of life and energy and just a very powerful person. And I remember her as a little girl. Two, little, two thoughts are coming to mind. One, when she, I would take her on daddy-daughter dates. She would get so excited. And her favorite hairdo at the time was this ponytail that was pulled like it was trying to pull her face off. You know, it was just super tight and just like really tight to her head, really cute. She loved it tight like that. She was either had her hair like that or it was like a mop. And she would run around just like her hair, just she'd run through the yard. She loved her hair just flying and flowing and, and things like that. Zero like, and then she'd dress herself and she'd dress funny. You know, mm -hmm. she'd wear a skirt with jeans and a different colored shirt that clashed like, and she had to dress herself and she had yep. to pick the shoes and she'd, you know, very, very, but zero self doubt. She just loved who she was, you know. Mm -hmm. There's those moments when you're a child when you're not worried about what someone thinks of you. You're just having fun, you're enjoying your life, enjoying yourself. And so, as we get older, we start to realize our quote-unquote flaws. You don't have a face that, well, who did you say? Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer, yes, yeah. Michelle I had a total Pfeiffer. crush on her when I was a kid. So. <laughs> uh, but, like, you, you know, you don't have that face. You don't have that body. You don't have that skin. You don't have that hair color. You don't have those hands. You know, my kids mm -hmm. will make fun of their hands because they have, you know, fingers that they don't like or whatever, you know, and or they have um, features that they'll talk about, you know, and, but there was a point in your life when you didn't have those things, right? There was a point mm -hmm. in your in your life where you didn't care, and and you didn't even know, like you didn't even know to doubt that you had something, quote unquote, wrong with you. Yep. So there's that return, to, that youth, that that innocence, that um, just pure belief, that fun, that you know, unless a child is abused, they really have a light about them. They're just mm -hmm. so happy and just so fun and. They don't even know to think that they could be something off with them, you know? So mm -hmm. um, when I think of that, when I think of what you're doing, is you're bringing back that light, that childlike light of, I got this, you know? You're bringing back that joy of the hair in the wind with a pink skirt, blue jeans, and a brown <laughs> shirt or whatever, you know, that has, you know, blue fake beads on and and uh, you know my daughter just so cute and beautiful and so full of life you're bringing back that life that uh excitement that energy so 
Um, I wrote this down. This is not it, but I just started here. We honor our clients so they can honor themselves again. And I think again becomes a powerful word for you. You know, it's that return to that childlike feeling, that childlike belief, foundational feeling of I'm enough. I'm Mm -hmm. awesome. I'm beautiful. I love that. Yeah, because that's it. Yeah. That's it. So how do we say it? Let's play with words a little bit. Oh, goodness. That? (laughs) (laughs) This is okay. It's just, I feel like we can do better. All right. So what is that again? We honor our clients so they can honor themselves again. It doesn't have to say it that way. That's just... And it does, and the thing that I'm saying here does not encapsulate any of your services. Mm-mm. It doesn't have to. It's They'll the feeling. fight over it when they're dead doesn't encapsulate yeah. leather goods, right? Yep, exactly. But if you, you know, I think, you know, you could pull in some other words into this to mm-hmm. pull in some of those ideas as well. Can I look at it? I'm a reader. Yeah. I'm a writer and a reader. I have to use like all my senses. Yeah. Just so I can see it. We honor our clients so they can honor themselves again. Oh, I had the word and it's gone. Honoring our clients. Oh, to return to. That's going to take me a minute. We help our clients love and respect themselves again. We, is clients your favorite word for that? That's what we do. We say clients. clients. It's more than just patients. They're our clients. They're not guests. Right. They're our clients. Um, Honor needs to be in there, but it's honoring our clients or instilling, no, returning I don't want to say returning to who they should be because they it is there. Right. It is there. It's just reminding them. Nothing's missing. Exactly. They're there. They're just they have haven't touched that person in a while. Um That's why the second part of this is so they can honor themselves mm-hmm. again. That's powerful. It is. How about we honor you? So you can yeah. honor yourself. In again. my earlier, I was wanting to switch it to you when we were talking earlier. Yeah, right. I liked that better. Sometimes when you write, you. Yeah. Um, you Apparently, I need to have my special pen. <laughs> I can get you another pen. I'm not good enough. <laughs> I gotta have my sharp pen and my specific or pencil and specific pen. We honor you, so you can honor. Yourself. Honoring you so you can honor yourself again. I like it. Just a very concise. Yeah. Honoring you. Honoring our clients so you can honor yourself again. Honor you. I like you. Okay. That can be that directed. Yeah. Well, yeah, you talked about the other brands. Honoring you so you can honor yourself again. That's pretty powerful. I like that. 
Yeah, that's really powerful. I think it's amazing how just listening you brought, because that is, that really is, that is it. And I've never put it into words except this long paragraph. Yeah. So that was pretty amazing that you have that gift to bring it up because I've been thinking about this for weeks <laughs> and I have not been able to get anywhere. I, you know, <laughs> it's you funny gift. because I've done this for a long time and I, I think anybody in any industry has particular skills and whatnot, but like I've done this now, is this third or fourth time I've done it with someone? I think it's the Anyway, I haven't done it a lot in this. We, I created this form, you know, mm-hmm. with with the help of my staff. But um, I don't know that I I don't know that I'm like the world's greatest at this. But it, I don't know why. But it does make sense to me on a deeper level, so I can help people cut through the stuff that they're because you get a little bit like too much. You get uh-huh. too many words and too many things you're focused on, and so. I've had some really, anyway, I'm not saying I'm gifted or whatever. I just feel like this is, that is a talent that I have. And it's. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong saying that this is something you developed. Right. Because it's not something you're just given. You have to develop it as well. For sure. But it's, as I've, so I've only done seven or eight of these podcasts so far, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, it'll be fun to say, and now I've done a hundred eventually, you know. But right <laughs> now, it's seven or eight. But as I've done them and gone through this process with, the three or four people that I've done this with, I'm realizing that this needs to be the main point of what I'm doing, you know, because we just have these breakthroughs. And even if this, you know, is a minor part of what you do going forward, like it can help steer and guide all the decisions you're making in your business and all the complex and challenging things that you work on. And anyway, it's kind of fun when that happens. So, I love it. Yeah. And I appreciate you. Yeah. So thank you. Happy to help. And then, so here's what I would do. Obviously chew on this for a while. Yep. Right. Write it down. Go take, take this, but then go with your special pen and pencil or whatever, (laughs) but find a blank piece of paper, write it out, talk to your staff about it, your key people, Mm -hmm. um, bring it up with them. You can go, you want to, you want to kind of give them a little bit of backstory uh, but you also might want to test it just on someone and just say, what do you think about this? You know, so for example, with my new food website, what do you think about my USP? Uh-huh. Yummy meals and easy shopping for busy people. How do you feel about that? I like it. Yeah. It's long. It's a little long. But I like it. Yeah. That's a good start. So here's where I'm at on that one. Um, it's kind of interesting because that, that is my initial... Uh, feeling towards what we're doing, but it's just a statement of what we're doing. And so Mm -hmm. yesterday we were talking and I was like, you know, I really, the goal behind this, when Melissa, probably 15 years ago, started taking pictures of food, she was like, my sisters and I started a blog because they all have allergies to table sugar. And so they called it Natural Sweeties, primarily meant to share recipes among each other because they all have sweet tooth. Mm-hmm. Bad. Like, I've never <laughs> been a sweet tooth guy. My my uh, vices are salty, not sweet, you know. Um, I like sweet too, but salty is definitely the draw. For them, they're all sweet, you know, sweet tooth. So they started sharing recipes and doing this thing. So my wife starts taking pictures. 
Well, she starts looking at other food bloggers, and she's like, wow, they take such good pictures. So she starts working on her pictures. You know, it's mm-hmm. a constant uh, prog- progression. So she was like, we should, there's people who do this for a living. We should do a food blog. And I'm like, look, I'm really good at consuming. I have no <laughs> idea about how to make stuff or whatever, you know. Uh, my cooking journey really, I mean, I always cooked a little, but it was like I had my four or five favorite things I would mm-hmm. make, and then that was it. So my food journey didn't really start until we started the magazine. And it was the first time I'd had my wife actually working. You know, she worked before we had kids, and then she was a mom primarily. And then when we started this business, she was forced into working with me, you know. Mm-hmm. But Bless her heart. She kept <laughs> saying, you know, we could do a food blog. We're doing all these recipes in the magazine each month. Well, for me, I just, I needed it to be something where I could, I could put my paws into and just food blogging wasn't it for me. Mm-hmm. So over the last probably four, three to four years, I've had this idea behind a site where we put up a, a meal idea. It has the shopping list easy to do. Mm-hmm. You add it to a master shopping list so you can be like, yep, yep, I already have that. Take that off. Yep, yep, yep. Boom, print that. Go to the store and shop, right? And this was before all the Instacart stuff. We'll eventually build all that stuff in, but right, that was how we shopped. But we were always sitting down together, and she'd be like, what do you want to eat for dinner all week? You know, And I'm like, I don't know. We could have hamburgers mm-hmm. one night. I'd be good with that. And she's like, I need more help. You guys aren't giving me ideas of what you want. It's frustrating. What we all say. Right. Yep. So we're like, why don't we satisfy that problem, right? We have a lot of recipes already, and we're cooking all the time, so we'll just organize it. Somebody doesn't, they don't have to use our recipes or our ideas for those meals if they don't want to, but they're there. Makes it easy for the busy person, mom or dad, who is just overwhelmed and they don't have the time, and so they're just like, okay, just print off that. Okay, well, then you've got to go through and decide what you need to go buy at the store, right? Well, okay, let's take that and integrate it. And then finally, of course, recipes and the joy of exploration of food and recipes Mm -hmm. and yummy flavors and all of those things. So, but I still wasn't ready. I knew I had a concept that I felt like probably would work. I think people will like it. I think they'll use it. I think we can build a user base, all of those things. I think it can make money. I have ideas on how it can make money, but there still has to be something deeper, something bigger that has to happen, right? And this is where businesses... They stop at the what we're doing. Here's what we're doing, right? This is, so we have recipes. We have an easy menu plan for someone to use. We have an easy grocery list for someone to make. That's what. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's where it gets deeper, and here's where my USP is going to have to change. Because the, the motivation, the reason I, start, I decided now is the time. I'm ready to utilize all the stuff we've already been doing help my wife get even more picture stuff we have thousands and thousands of dollars of picture crap you know (laughs) lights and stands and I mean look in here I got stuff everywhere about pictures and video and all that stuff the thing that changed is we went through a period of time where our children were moving from young adulthood into adulthood Mm -hmm. and um, we're a very traditional family you know we um, expected our kids to just follow in our footsteps and Lo and behold, they did not. They do not. (laughs) They have their own unique personalities, their own way of living their lives. And um, we had to come to terms with that. It wasn't easy. And there were some things that happened with some of my children where I was so frustrated, I was ready to ask them to leave. I was like, just get out of here. Go do your own life somewhere else because I was so mad that they weren't 
doing what I wanted them to do. Mm-hmm. I spent a lot of time on my knees and just asking for help, you know, just trying to figure out what, what's, the, what's the way to handle these situations. I'm really angry. I'm really frustrated. And uh, God told me two things. He said, love them and keep them close. Mm-hmm. which is the opposite of what I was planning to do, right? I was like, get out of here. You're going to be a knucklehead and be an idiot and do all these things that I told you not to do your whole life, right? So it was not. it's still not easy sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. But the guidance I received, I'm going to continue to live by, which is to love them and keep them close. So around that same time, Melissa was going through some ma- major trauma, like I was too with our kids, like they were doing things differently. But what really was unique is that she um, she was burned out from cooking. And I'm not a great day-to-day cook either. It's tough to come up with something every mm-hmm. single day. You come home, and the reason we named our company What to Eat for Dinner is because you come home, you open the fridge, and you're like, <laughs> what should we eat for dinner? <laughs> I know. Literally. Yeah. Literally, that's the words <laughs> that come out of your mouth. So, so anyway, that's where the name came from. But What to Eat for Dinner is a challenge. And so... Even with all the recipes we do, all the stuff we have in our, you know, you just can't, it's just so hard in the moment. It is. And even when you go, like when you're like, I need milk and eggs and you run to the store and you buy milk and eggs and a bunch of other stuff and you come home, you spend 400 bucks, you put it up in the fridge in the pantry and you're like, we don't have anything to eat (laughs) because it wasn't a plan based deal. Right. So anyway, back to the story, I told Melissa, I was like, I, I can't cook every, I, I'm going to cook as often as I can, but I can't cook every day. And I'm always out running about doing things and I can't, I just can't think about that. And so, but I said, I, I really want to help and I, I'm going to cook on Sundays and mm-hmm. we want to bring the kids home if they want to come and I'm going to cook cool meals. Melissa's very, a staple cooker. Like she makes this similar yes. things all the time. She makes the staples. I'm fancier and I'm an experimenter which means sometimes my meals are not that good. They flop. <laughs> but I also have had some really good stuff, too. And my kids, in the last two to three years, it has been amazing what has happened. And now they're bringing their significant others, mm-hmm. right? They're bringing people that they care about. And they're like, you got to come to dinner with my family on Sunday. It's awesome. My kids will travel through a blizzard <laughs> down through Logan Canyon in order to come to dinner at our house. The motivation for me behind doing this is if we can help a family, and I feel closer to my kids than ever Mm -hmm. before. Not that they've changed and started doing the things I wanted them to do, because that was selfish of me anyway, but they have become their own person, but I'm loving them and I'm keeping them close. Mm -hmm. And they're going to probably move away and be too far away to come to family dinner every week, but, you know, eventually, but right now we, we have this really unique thing. And around that dinner table, I'm kind of a loud person. I sometimes can't even get a word in edgewise <laughs> because they're so animated and they're having so much fun and laughing and telling stories and teasing each other and like siblings do. And their significant others come sometimes and they're like, you guys are so loud and just so <laughs> like, it, it's just this super cool thing. If, if we can help even just one family have that family dinner experience mm-hmm. because we made it easier for them, and if we can, like, that's my why. That's my reason for doing this, this food website now. It's so much deeper than yummy meals and easy mm-hmm. grocery shopping for busy people. That's true. That's mm-hmm. not wrong. It's just that there's a deeper reason. It's not the heart. It's not the heart. It's 
not the heart. The heart is the last three years sitting around with children that I felt conflict with previously and just being grateful that they're there and being grateful mm-hmm. that we're together and we're eating. And sometimes the food's great. I can always tell it's really good when they're all quiet. <laughs> sometimes they're really loud. I'm like, it's not that good. <laughs> but anyway, that's I, I, I uh, want to share that just because I think that's it's not easy to come up with these, right? Mm-hmm. It's not easy to get them exactly right. So it's okay that it changes and it's okay. You know, that can be a tagline for us. Yummy mm-hmm. meals and easy grocery shopping for busy people, but it's not our it's not our USB. It's okay. it's gonna be unique. So, but this is pre- pretty powerful. I really appreciate your help. Yeah, thanks for coming. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right.